Welcome to the 8 News Show. I'm your host, Andrew, and once again, I'm coming to you from the Northern Territory uh, post the Wittigen events. And today, I'm joined with Kush from Tassie. Uh, Kush, welcome to the 8 News Show. Welcome to being here. Welcome to being here. Well, mate, it's great to finally have you on the show. We've been trying for quite some time, haven't we? And uh, it's been falling through time and time again. Uh, through no fault of our own, um, there was so many power issues, all sorts of things, and I've had this lineup of people that were supposed to come on the show before you, and so I had to kind of try and honour that, but um, most of it's fallen through anyway, but uh, we've done some amazing interviews, so no, nothing lost there, and uh, you're one of the last people um, that I really wanted to sit down and talk to, mate. Uh, because I think you're a really interesting man and someone with a vision for the future. And that's what we're here to talk about right now, eh? Yeah, well. Can you tell, sure. can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, how about we start with, uh, the job that you left in Tasmania to set off on a six month journey of realization and understanding of what the, all the issues are in this world? Yeah, well, I've um, I haven't really left a job. I've uh, I'm an elected member in my local community, the Trobe Municipality. And we resource share with another council uh, called Kentish. And I've gone into the council about three and a half years ago and witnessed a lot of fraudulent activity that we um, can't get answers to. And uh, on about February. The third, I had a phone call from the director of local government in Tasmania, who is the only person that we can go to with any complaints. And I had an hour and a half with him and virtually told him a lot of things that I'd seen, including major staff culture that's full of bullying, harassment, everything. And I got off that phone, it was a Thursday night, and I looked at my former partner and said, I'm going to Canberra. And I rang a couple of people. One another council that I do get on with at Kenish and one up independent that we tried to get in down in Tassie that could be the white man leader of this group. He's so smart. And then he, Rodney didn't believe I was doing it and Garbo said, go with your gut. And I've gone with my gut, land in Canberra on the Saturday afternoon about four o'clock and by 7.30 out of six weeks thought I end up out at Epic which is a place that everyone was put uh, went to live, which is the um, Canberra Showgrounds, virtually. It's an exhibition centre. That's where the epic name comes in. And ended up having about 150,000 people there on the Friday and Saturday night before the big march. And uh, the journey continued from there. And um, after the big march, we were kicked out of epic. As per se, but it, uh, we knew we had to move anyway beforehand because of the show. And then we got scattered around Canberra and they didn't want us there and we ended up on a farm in out past Queanbeyan. And, um, yeah, very interesting journey there. And then it's led up the east coast to the northern rivers where I got a bringing introduction to the mob. And now I'm out here and... On the way back to Tasmania, it should be six months next Friday. It's an absolutely epic journey, mate. <laughs> it's pretty good. 
and I landed in Canberra with a bag and a laptop, and I'm going home with a bag and a laptop <laughs> and a new dry as a bow. And a new dry as a bow. You I needed that. that. You needed yeah. that on the journeys, didn't you? Bungador was another town just outside the farm, and they had a, someone ran into them at the leather shop. 140 bucks. So we got her. Wow. Um, mate, geez, where to start with you? Um, have you found what you were looking for? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've, ooh, it's me. Um, I've been working for about 22 years on regional sustainability. Started in Western Australia with a recycling plan in the Pilbara region that would have gone across Northern Australia in the next five years, wherever a mine site was that worked. And then I, um, that led me on a bit of a political journey because of the hurdles went th- went through, you know, meeting with ministers and um, various people and eventually led me to getting some business studies and just keep going, had ideas and different things and led me to getting into local government, which, yeah, the way it's run, I wouldn't recommend to anyone. And now it's led you on a path of um, rebuilding all this stuff that you've seen and um, what to do next. Well, we're going to keep the region movement going, which is black fella, white fella coming together. And that's part of what this is all about. And yeah, we just keep walking, doing the walk. You know, there's no violence in any of the group. Or, you know, we had a couple of million people in Canberra and there was no drama. It's all based on a lot of love and um, connection. And I've been fortunate enough to get certain invites into places and, yeah, led me further out here and learned a lot from the mob and, yeah, and the land. And I sort of had an understanding of land anyway with development, especially on the sustainable front. Mm. Yeah, we've just got to keep going as to your question of where to now. Well, we're, hopefully we just keep getting a good plan together that will eventually bring the nation with us and we'll hopefully travel around the country and self-sufficient and, yeah, walk walk the message. And um, the connections that you've been creating with these incredible people that you've met uh, uh really going to help you f- bring those ideas that you have to fruition <clears throat> because they're such incredible people who are on the same kind of mission as yourself. And uh, I think that you're going to have a lot of success, mate. Yeah, well, it's interesting. I've been on a lot of different plans and I've met got a couple of inventors that come along and we've just been stonewalled everywhere you go because the... Well, the governments don't want anyone else new on the block, especially yep. if you don't conform. You know, it's just I'm all about integrity and empathy and manners. And mm. you, didn't, you don't see that a lot from the government and they are our servants, you know. Yeah, that's right. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about some of the connections you formed because yeah, the sort of bloke you are and i've gotten to know you a little bit over the last few days um like so many people i think you're a great man um but it's not just how talented you are it's how well you are at that emotional intelligence side which helps you 
form the connections, the bonding connections that are going to, you know, the like-minded souls that are going to work hard together with you and actually make something happen rather than, you know, you don't, what I see is you don't have the, the gunners around you. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. You've got people who are proven, they have a track record. Um, if I was you, I'd feel a little bit nervous if it was me personally, because the caliber of the people like Rose that you're working with, or you've um, really started forming a bond with, <clears throat> are just such high caliber. There's people that, uh, I mean, mate, I've said it in so many of the podcasts over the last few days, uh, I was just so overly impressed by the um, level of organisation, even though all of the people involved kept saying, yeah, well, this is all happening in six weeks. Um, there is a little bit of chaos. Um, but despite that, I would say that um, this um, event that we've just um, seen the conclusion of two days ago um, has had um, an enormous effect within the community. And I'm not talking about the local community. I'm talking about the community of Australia and um, the way in which it was carried out was just so incredibly professional uh, that um, I'm excited and I know that you are too. Um, mate, what do you think about uh, the people that are behind this movement? It's been pretty amazing for me in Canberra and up the Northern Rivers and out here. You're just meeting some brilliant brains of the world that have all got commitment and passion and, you know, no one's getting paid to do all this. And uh, some of the people I've met, Rose specifically, um, she's just the gun. And you, you line up all those guns, so your question sort of is, yeah, I've probably been a bit lucky. I was born with a pretty bit of a personality and I sort of get rapport with people and then you get the right people for each job and you marry them together and you... um. Married, married it all together, and you can you can create some amazing stuff. And and this weirdian gathering that we've had here on the weekend is it was pretty phenomenal. Those paid punters, and not one of them left disappointed. And yeah, you know, it was and they were uh, they weren't just they weren't disappointed. They were stoked. Yeah. Hey, listen, mate. Um, just for the audience' sake, um, we, we've the sun's going down here. Yeah. Dara's like ready to make moves. Um, thank you, mate. Um. I think you'll find either, I think it's in my camera bag right there. Um, we're in a makeshift studio, everyone. It's an amazing little spot. Watching the uh, sun go down. Yeah, we're out in the bush and um, Dara's just looking for a little light. It's the Dara, It's the red and black. That's it, mate. If you open that up, and we'll, we'll, it's magnetic so you can uh, pin it up above us and hopefully the video will be a little bit sorted out. Dara, mate, you've got to open that one. <laughs> If first it doesn't succeed, try, try again, eh? Yeah, let me do it, mate. Thank you. Thank you. Luckily, we've got this fully charged and it's got two hours on it. So um, we should be right um, if I can just turn the thing on. Um, one moment, everybody. Okay, I hope that works for everyone. There's a little bit of light there now. So, um, <clears throat> mate, uh, the the journey that you've been on, so the connections, the other one that I really want to talk about is the connection to the Humanity magazine. 
and um, what 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 is Humanity Magazine, um, and uh, who's behind it? And I know that you know specifically because you stayed at the person's house and had a really wonderful time with that person. Um, tell us a little bit about Humanity Magazine, mate. Well, Humanity Magazine's by two um, ladies that I met on the journey, and they've sort of been together since 1999. Met at university in Western Australia, doing theatre, and they've just been working together ever since. They did a a magazine on the Northern Rivers uh, for music magazine, much like the one in Western Australia, partly based on that. And then for years they've been trying to put something together, and uh, they've put one magazine out in January this year. There's a bit in there on Weirigen, but there's bits of everything. And it's all stories told by the person, not written by. And these two girls are just phenomenal. And they don't even have their names in their magazine except where it's told by. Mate, do you know, I'm starting my online shop soon. A little bit of a plug for that, everybody. Uh, I really need your financial support. So I hope you can go to my shop. The Eight News Store merch shop is coming. The the Eight News merch shop, uh, but um, I would really love to be able to sell Humanity Magazine through my online shop. So maybe we'll have to have a discussion about that. See if we can work that out. Uh, I also need to get a copy of that first issue, if that's yeah. even possible, yeah. <clears throat> because I I want to really really support that, mate. Now, so you, you actually spent time with the with these people personally. Yeah, I went and stayed at Claire's house for four days. Scott, that was out here as the MC of this event, he's um, a juggler that travelled the world, and the two girls sort of helped manage him. And he's connected, so he's known him a long time. And then somehow we met, and it just all fits into the origin story with humanity and OSTF. And if you could connect them all together without being interconnected, uh, the sky's the limit and the Humanity magazine can be the promotion of all the Yeah, similar stories. to what my podcast is yeah. like, is a similar sort of thing. It's a good sign. Yeah, uh, it's really exciting and I hope that I can meet Claire and uh, do an yeah, interview well. with her. I think so. Um, I, I think it's a fair chance to say that I'm going to go to spend some time with Rose and meet all the amazing people uh, around the Byron Bay region, because yeah. there's so many of those people there. <clears throat> I'm similar, similarly to uh, getting over to Tennant Creek and places like that. I mean, Port Hedland in Western Australia is a very there's a very powerful freedom movement scene there. Um, there's just, I mean, no end of places to go to to try and connect people. Uh, so. Those people who are working on that sort of thing, similar to me, I'd really like to meet them and um, and do uh, have a sit down with them as well. So, mate, um, what what's your intention here? Uh, I know that you need to get home and you need to go to a meeting. We'll talk about that soon. But in terms of what's occurred here, and you've you've re- you've you've you already met. Um, the, the all the Wittigen crew, or should I say the OSCF crew at the Canberra rallies. Um, so you had a really good connection there. And then you've come here after being invited by Lumpa. Uh, yeah. And then you've re- you've sort of formed this new bond with Rose and other people. What's going on? What what are you what are you thinking? 
Well, intention you started with is sort of I had no intentions. I sort okay. of come with a big open book and I've always run with an open book mm. and I sort of don't follow. But yeah. it's just the, the past been led and uh yeah, uh, to answer it is it's it's sort of hard because um the the intention of what we want to do is bring all these great heads together and then put yeah. mains together to continue this this walking rally. Yes. You know, yeah. it's it's a movement I don't know, you know, they're all weird words that have been used over the years. We're we're not doing anything like that. We're just rallying the people and getting sovereignty back and everyone has the equal rights. Yeah, you know, like and, and yeah, that's it's not black or white. That's everything. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're trying to serve. I think, you know, it's, I understand what you're saying about the word intention. I think what I really mean is to to sort of rephrase that. I should say, uh, your um, intention is to carry out good by bringing great minds together to work together to achieve these uh, selfless goals. You're not trying to become prime minister. You're not you're not trying to be a rock star, although I'll point out that I think you're living a rock star lifestyle. <laughs> you, you you don't need money, people, to live a rock star lifestyle. This man on on camera right here is an example of that. I mean, hanging out with the people who make Humanity magazine, hanging out with people like uh, Kundalini Rose. Um, and David Lumpar and, you know, Mark McMurtry and all those people, um, that's pretty awesome, mate. It's pretty awesome and great learning curve and you just, the wisdom that comes out around around this whole group, including in Canberra, is just phenomenal. And uh, it's all their life's experience that gives them that knowledge and, yeah, you can get answers to anything just about. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm really interested in the way you put it that it was just all on the journey. It's just all what's it's just the way it's it's the flow. Um I'd like to tell you that a similar story I have a similar story. Um uh and I think um, my companion here who's switching the cameras for us is uh also has a similar story. Um when you get into the flow, uh you just you, you and it's so easy to do, people. It's so easy. Uh, you, you just, you start living that, that dream and you start living like a rock star. And, and let's define that a little bit because to me, living like a rock star is, um, following your dreams and, you know, going on a journey. <clears throat> but in doing that, you're meeting these amazing people and you're having these amazing experiences and it all just happens before your eyes and the new, the new amazing person comes into your life and they're not the sort of people that, you know, when you're a young kid and you, you meet a, a great new friend, uh, it's much more powerful than that, people. Can I, is that a fair thing to say, Kush? There's just been instant relationships made with many people you meet mm. on this whole journey from Canberra to Alice Springs and beyond. But... Uh, the connection because you mentioned the word like-minded before. I, I don't particularly like like-minded. It's more like like-valued because mm -hmm. we're all like-minded. It's just going to be the same. And, and well, that, thanks for clarifying. That's a really good way. I got of taught that it. by from a very smart man in Canberra, actually. Yeah, yeah. say it again for everyone so they know. Rather than like-minded, we're all like-valued. 
Mm. And like-minded, if we're all like-minded, we're all the same, yeah. Yeah, that's right. No, it's a rip, mate. Thanks for clarifying that. I appreciate it. Uh, All right. So you're... Let's talk about now you're heading home to uh, front up to the, the council. I mean, we're, we're having a few beers, everyone. You probably just noticed. Might be having something else in a moment. <laughs> um, just jokes. Um, so, sorry, you, you, you've you got to get back to, to the council. I presume you've been doing Zoom call-ins to the meetings or something? Yeah, like, I missed the first, I had an apology at the first meeting and then took two months' leave of absence. And then under the Act in Tassie, you've got to, if you miss three meetings, uh, you uh, you're out. Yeah, you've you've your terms over. And anyway, I I stood down here the meeting before last, but I had struggled getting internet, so I just did it through a text message to the general manager, and uh, but I didn't resign. And then I had to appear at the last one on a Zoom, and I was going to stand down then. And I just was watching and there were certain things happening that just weren't right still. So I stayed in and at the next meeting I intend to be home on the 8th of August. And I'm I'm standing down due to the fraudulent behaviour that I've witnessed over the last three and a half years, Mm -hmm. including the staff bullying, the lack of infrastructure spend, various things. And um, it'll be all listed and... um, uh, I'll be requesting an inquiry into both my council and the one we resource share because we share the same general manager. Right. And calling for a royal commission into local government Australia-wide. Uh, just while I was on the way over here, I happened to see the news, haven't seen much television. And the Ipswich Mayor, Deputy Mayor, CEO, Chief Operations Officer, all brought up in a massive fraudulent to corruption inquiry, like they're talking $78 million. Wow. They pay us money. Really? When did that news break? A couple of weeks ago, but I think the mayor's already in jail now, but um, it's been a story for a while. I didn't know anything about that. It's been a little bit hard to keep up with the news. Here I am calling calling myself the 8 News Show, Uh, but uh, I don't really keep up with the news and we don't talk about the news except for the fact that we talk about the big issues. And we have in-depth discussions about that, and that's uh, that's why it's like infinity news. Do you know what I mean? Eight infinity. Uh, anyway, moving on, Kush. Uh, once you resign, uh, no, no, stand down. Yeah, sorry, stand standing down. down in not resigning, meaning that I'm still stay as a councillor to be around and represent the people, but I won't be in the side of the council operations. Right. Now, if there was an inquiry into me as a councillor, I wouldn't be sacked immediately. I'd be out of an inquiry and I'd be stood down. So I'm yes. standing down until there's an inquiry. Right. Right. So a form of protest. Um, I don't like the word protest. It's it's, it's reality. Right? It's, it is reality. It's reality. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that word. Yeah. Um, we're, we're talking life and death here. Mm, it's the, a fair call, isn't yeah. it? The deception, the reason you use the word fraudulent is because of the deception that all our politicians, all our local councillors, not all, sorry, general, you, you can't most politicians. Paint, you can't pay everyone with the no, same brush. But they all deceive just by their words, go to one meeting to another. And I've um, 
been fighting it for a lot of years in a way, but it's just gets to a head and it's got to be opened up. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so when you get home and all these events take place, are you then going to hit the road again? Yeah, I'll probably regroup a bit and got to find some resources. And then I'm intentions to get back up to Tennant Creek because there's um, a noxious weed called mesquite and we want to look at where we can go with that. And I've dealt with that 20 years ago over in Western Australia. Right. And then we'll go back to Northern Rivers and get into the organisation of the continuation of the walking around. Yep. Get back involved in that and um, possibly get involved with Wedigen. We, I want to be involved in with the Wedigen all the way. Yeah. And, yeah, the Humanity magazine as well. It's yeah. It just all fits in. And OSTF, they've, they've got the brains to – they write by themselves. But, uh, yeah. But they need – the other two to to share the message. Yeah. Part of the, the brand. Did we already talk about your thoughts on the way Weedigen was run? I don't think we've talked about that yet. Weedigen run or yeah, Weedigen's about? Well, no. Um, mate, one of the things that uh, just was overwhelming to me when I arrived here was just the beautiful organisation that was here. Um, I think that's what made it. I mean... The um, great things, the the great discussions, the great lectures, the great everything that occurred was amazing. But the professionalism of the way uh, the 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 kitchen was run, the admin was done. Um, obviously, Rose was running the kitchen yeah. and really doing a lot of that camp. She was really running the camp, wasn't she? Yeah. And um, the, the, the guys that built the camp, uh, just everyone worked so hard and did it with such a smile on their face and was so professional. It was just profound to me. Did you feel the same way? Yeah, no, it's great. And Rose is obviously the gun, as I mentioned before, and the food has just been phenomenal. Everyone's been fed and we've pulled it off and we've, we have winged it in about eight weeks. Yeah, so you were involved with the planning, were you? Yeah, from the sort of the start, and then we created the events crew, and then you know, we did, you know, the ups and downs of doing something at haste. Um, yeah. But we we managed to pull it off, I believe, very well, very well. And the proclamation that the original tribes have put together is very good, very good. Yeah, the the um, ceremony uh, two nights ago was really profound, wasn't it? Yeah. It's world history. Uh, it is world history, yeah. Yeah, mate. Um, is there anything, any wisdom you'd like to depart to the world? Oh, I don't have any wisdom. Um, what would you like to say to everyone? What was the, what, what message would you like to send to everyone? No, then I'd like to, everyone to open their eyes, start asking questions. Don't criticise the, the question askers because they're just doing inquiries for everyone. But, um, yeah, just do... Start looking and getting the answers that we've all have in a way, and uh, I hope it happens sooner than later. You know, because <coughs> it's just um, we're not in a good direction. Fuel prices, food prices, famines, everything. You know, 
Yeah, it's really starting to sum up, isn't it? How does that all happen? Yeah. How do we get to a stage, Kush, where um, we no longer manufacture cars, we no longer um, produce steel, we no longer um, refine fuel? Um, All the things that uh, we desperately need to be doing now, I will say with a caveat that we desperately need to be doing all these things better than what we do it. Uh, But... uh, they're really starting to put the weights on us. First of all, we've just been hit with this bioweapon and now the economy's uh, mounting up against us and we're going to all be living in, well, with a fair amount of struggle in the near future. I think it'd be fair to say that everyone's going to be heavily affected. I mean, $2.40 a litre. Mm. Is it over $2.40 yet? We don't know when we will come up here. I think, I, I no joke, and I mean, you expect it in those outback towns, but I believe it was Laverton. Uh, I paid $2.56 for a litre of fuel. $2.81 at Barclay Homestead coming over. It's funny with the, oh my God. the fuel. I remember the last time fuel went up. I don't know if it was prior GFC or after it. Uh, it went up to $150 a barrel, but we weren't paying more than $1.50 at the barrel. So last time I looked, oil was about 110 and we're paying these absorbent prices. It's incredible, isn't it? And we don't do any of the refinery, so we're any of the refining, so we're um, totally exposed at the moment. I mean, imagine if um, things really started to break down and we desperately needed to build cars. Um, just whatever it is, I mean, we've we've lost all of that industry and all of the infrastructure that goes behind it. Um, I would... I would go so far as to say, I mean, you, you were making the point about um, the corruption in local government, but I think our federal government or federal governance has been sailing us down the garden path for the last 20 years. And, you know, um, one of my pet peeves is this whole argument that we need to do everything in China because it's, um, you know, we can't afford to keep up it's too expensive to do it here in Australia. Well, I reject that out of hand. I, I mean, th- those economical arguments are just so, uh, I, I don't know really what word. I mean, do you know, I, I, I let me sort of try and put it, try and pr- um, build a picture around what I'm trying to say. Um, 30-odd years ago, if you went and did business at university, you were taught that a business was designed to sustain the employees, to to provide a little bit of profit to to reinvest into the business, and that was it. Now, it's all about making the shareholders as rich as possible and the, the, uh, well, the shareholders are the owners, right? And the CEO. And the CEO and the executive. And um, now we find ourselves in these vicious cycles of continual continual um, economic improvement. In other words, continue to do more with less. And, I mean, that's just part of the destruction, isn't it? It's not a sustainable way of doing business. And um, But everyone needs to have their multi-million dollar jobs every year. I mean, the, the amount of wealth that people get is you know in some of these positions is just it's just off the hook. Hey, so, but, sorry, sorry. Anyway. I just want to make the point to everyone that's listening. 
we are out in the bush in a camp around 30 minutes outside of Alice Springs. And there are all sorts of things going on here. Um, hey, by the way, Dara, where are our fairy lights, mate? What's going on, producer? They just went out. They just went out, yeah. But we've got um, some people using, a, I think it's a chainsaw or something up the road. I know I heard, a, I think, a, a whippersnipper being used a little earlier. I also could hear somebody folding up a tent or, or something. <laughs> right. Um, so there's um, so much going on around here. So if you hear weird noises, that's what it is. Um, it's a wonderful environment to be in, isn't it, Kush? That's pretty amazing. I've really been is. sleeping in a, under a blanket under the stars, and it's just virtually, yeah, been doing it for a while now, and it's just there's no bed. you don't really need much, and that's what you learn and. It's, yeah, there's still economics, and as you can see, we're having a beer and we smoke cigarettes, but cigarettes are going through the roof. But, um, yeah, you can, you with the community and the, the understanding of what the love and everything's about, it's just everyone's supportive of everyone. And, That's uh, right, it's, mate. And, and it's, it's peaceful, non-compliance people. Uh, so if you want to form a community and start producing your own beer... Well, all the power to you. Mm. Um, it's a food, kind of. But, uh, you know, uh, just because the corporate dictators tell us that we have to buy off them doesn't make it so. And when people say to you, yes, but what can you do? It's easy. We all just say no. You win pretty quickly when you do that, don't you, Chris? It's funny where you go in, in, into that. You know, what I'm learning a lot about the laws and different things from people and the restrictions that we've had on in our life through regulation. There's a classic when you, you're bringing it up before about the manufacturing industry being thrown out and blaming the unions and blaming high wages. Well, those workers fought for those wages. But then on top of mm. that, it was all about profit-driven and it was easy to take it out of here and Australia really becomes a quarry. Yeah. And... uh. You know, we've got to wake up to all that and there's no, you know, it's so hard to start a business for anyone and, you know. It really is. It's all just set up so the big guys can pay. Well, consultants. it's all set up so that the entire planet can be aligned in one structure, one world government. I mean, people hate to hear about that, but that's what's happening. It's happening before our very eyes. Now, if you look at what happened during COVID, the, um, the tech billionaires... Uh, increase their wealth by 10 times on average, just enormous amounts of wealth, hundreds of billions of dollars. And um, meanwhile, the little mum and dad shop down in the corner that provides this beautiful atmosphere and, you know, something unique to the community, um, something enriching the community, well, that's just dead and buried and along comes Maccas. It's unreal. And they get the prime real estate. They fight for it and everything. And I've, I've followed the Macca story a little bit. And they all said, oh, we're building Maccas to create jobs. Well, yeah. there used to be corner stores in Denbor where I grew up. Yeah. Corner stores everywhere. All those families employed the kids' friends and whatever, and everyone started their path. But yeah. McDonald's now, it's where everyone meets, you know, there was 
Yeah, and the little – oh, shit, sorry about that, everyone. I just kicked the chair straight into the table. Uh, and remember, you know, you'd go to the little corner shop. You had corner shops yeah. everywhere that was just down the road. Every little community, had, every, every second street had a corner shop on it, and that's where you got your milk yeah. and your newspaper. And in there. And when you were a kid coming home, you'd go in there and there'd be like this massive counter of lollies, and they were the cool ones. Yeah. Uh, and now it's just all this manufactured shite. They were riding their skateboards, and yo-yos were around, and oh, things like that. I remember yo-yo season, and the corner shop would have all the yo-yos. It was wicked. I used to love that. Uh, and you'd go in, and you'd have 20 cents, and you'd get 20 lollies. Or if you went for the real good ones, you'd get 10 lollies, so you'd mix it. <laughs> yeah. Just to sort of flush it out a little bit. Um, but now that all that's gone, and it's such a shame. Oh, it's just ridiculous. Not communities. Uh, we've got a bit of an argument. We've been selling off a fair bit of public land since I've been on council. In Tasmania, yeah. Yeah, and um, it's open space. It was all donated to the council in the first place. So subdivisions go in and they say in the housing shortage, they've got to sell it. It's just taking open space. I'm very big on it. Growing up as a kid, you didn't realise how often you stopped at that park. It just talked. mm that's what I'm learning with the mob as well is the yarning and that's what creates the simplicity if everything's discussed and over time and then eventually you come with the great solution at the end and that solution sort of comes in that last five minutes but it's all from the previous three months. Of build up. To yeah, build up. Build up of the understanding of the issues mm. and then once you did that you can make a decision that's a good decision. Yeah. Uh, I'm sick of these decisions that are being made by our governance that uh, severely discriminates against certain people. Um, if you have to make a decision like that, then don't make it at all, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but, uh, you know, all, all we see these days is an attack from our governance. It's an attack on every issue. It's an attack. Um, the fuel prices are an attack. Quite simply, that's what it is. Because if they wanted to change it, they could change it. I mean, um, you know, they like to tell us how bad it is for us to, to have a drink. And yes, there are certain people that have problems with that. That doesn't mean that we all should be painted with the brush of, um, now that's a good excuse for us to go and increase the um, alcohol tax by, what is it, going up by 50% again or something? Yes. It's, it's about to go up again, I believe. Cigarettes going through the roof, tobacco going through the roof. Now, um you know, okay, that might not be good for your health, but um, I can tell you what you could do about it before putting up the, the tax um, to try and keep people out of hospitals because that's the argument they use. Well, take the fucking chemicals out of the tobacco and the cigarettes. Take all the cancer-causing shite out of it and bring it back to a natural, um, I wouldn't say healthy, but not so harmful Um pastime that people really enjoy, generally speaking. Um, let people smoke cannabis if they want to. Um, it's not a crime. I'm sick of being told that everything I do um, is a crime. Oh, first of all, I'm a, I'm a male. That's a crime. You know, it, it, you could go on and on and on, but in the world, all we have now is um, leadership and um, sort of pop culture leadership um, shaking, I should say, wagging their finger at us, telling us that um, we're bad people because we pollute. You know, uh, what's old mate's name? The big time actor that was with the, that did um, 
Um, God. Anyway, a wanker, let's just put it that way, flies in on his private jets to these events, same as like this Bono from YouTube, uh, U2. They fly in, give everyone a lecture about how bad they are, whilst, um, lit- beg my pardon's phone, um, whilst they um, just literally pillage people through their foundations, pass none of it on, uh, keep 98% of it for themselves, literally. And then they jump back on their private planes and F off. Yeah, the foundations have all been set up from Rockefellers to the Gates, to Clintons to Andrew Forrest. Yep. And they all do it. And it's virtually just they still get all the income. They just don't pay no tax. That's right. And what do you do when you're a super, super wealthy billionaire um, and you've got nothing left to do? Well, then you start going into buying off the, you know, the pillars of society. So energy, agriculture, you know, pharmaceuticals. Uh, well, guess what? Particular That particular man you just mentioned in Western Australia is big in um, agriculture and um, and natural resources, another one of the pillars. Um, and well, what next for that person? But you look at all of those people and they're all, they've got that much money and that much power that um, they can literally start making decisions for all of us, yet they're unelected. So amazing, Andrew Forrest during the COVID thing, uh, got $350 million worth of masks. Worth of what? Represent a mass when we were, there was so-called mass shortage and I think it was $350 million and What's had, What's mass, sorry? No, masks during the oh, COVID. Oh, masks. Yeah. And he, um, but it was only a loan to the government. I think he got it all back. And then, you know, he put a bid in for human agriculture in Tassie and Sad thing is that's now gone to JBS Swift that has full control of the Australian meat market. And uh, they're from Brazil. They virtually control the world's meat market. Now they've taken over the protein from Tasmania's probably one of the better fish agriculture fish farmers in Tassie. But, uh, yeah, yeah, and then, so. and then in Melbourne, Daniel Andrews, um, announces his attack on the back door, oh, sorry, the backyard veggie garden. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Apparently. It's just incredible. Trying to bring an act to Parliament to that you'll be illegal to grow veggies in the backyard. So everyone understands the point that I'm trying to make. Um, our government assists these disgust, disgusting multi-billionaires to make more money. It is, it's, it, that's not an overstatement. That's actually what happens. Um, Gee, I mean, if, if more people just look at that aspect of it and realise that um, there's a plan here, and the plan is to take everything off us. Yeah, just to go back to even in Tassie, just the U Minister for Local Government has just brought in compulsory voting at the next election in October, um, but hasn't improved the integrity oversight of the councils or hasn't done all these other things and it's completely getting set up for a Liberal Labor councillors to be able to get in because they didn't reduce the spend. So now a councillor does not have to show where he gets his money, but everyone has to go and vote. So the party's the only ones that can get all the signs on the side of the roads and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. And it takes the independence away from the community. We're, we're, 
were supposed yeah. to be community representatives. And you know what happened? It happened in Western Australia. Uh, those um, big parties were, do, were doing tactics like you, you might have um, a sign for the Great Australia Party or, say, the Australian Federation Party, and they'll come in totally illegally and put bulk of their signs around so it blocks the view of, yep. of the other signs. Completely illegal, but they get away with it. The Electoral Commission doesn't pull them up on it. Um, we found in Western Australia, uh, the freedom movement in Western Australia got uh, people in to scrutinise in a large number of the voting booths and flat found clear evidence of voter fraud. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I believe I agree, that come, yeah. I agree with that. Like yeah. from the different stories I've heard on this journey and some have made mainstream media. Um, yeah. yeah, scrutineers were just told to only count the major parties. Yeah. Well, here's a little message to the Electoral Commission. Um, certainly in Western Australia, we'll be looking at you more closely next year. Mm. We, the people, will be looking at you more closely next year. And I think it's fair to say that in all aspects of governance throughout Australia, we'll be looking at you more closely next year. Well, we are now. We are now. You might have all your little agencies that can look at, but we, the people, have huge amounts of human intel and we can put it together too. Exactly right. Mm. You know, the, the, a lot of people talk about the phones and different things, but they're our tool as well. Our research and yep, different things. Yep, yep. Take the technology, use it to your advantage, understand the risks, but use it to your advantage. Kush, mate, just to wrap things up, is there any final words you'd like to depart to the, the audience or is there anything you'd like to promote like, for example, how do people follow you? Because, you know, um, you're doing some great things, mate. I'm sure people would want to be able to follow along with your story. Do you have a There's Facebook? Not, not, not much way to follow me. I do have Facebook, but it's I'm not using it at the moment. I've sort of yep. got out of all that. You Around here, if something happens, you hear about it within a couple of hours. Um, yeah, I don't think you need to follow me. It's sort of... Uh, when this Humanity magazine comes out, the second edition and all that, we hope to get that shared on a PDF format to a lot of people across Australia and maybe the mm. world. And it's I recommend people to keep an eye on that yeah, and yeah. Weirigen and just see see what will happen in the political circles over the next six months. Kush, help me out with the audience here. Um, I want to spell out Weirigen to everyone. I believe I know how to spell it, but just correct me if I'm wrong, just so everyone can look up Wirigen. Uh It's W-I-R-R-I-T-J-I-N. That's it. So for everyone, once again, if you want to look that up on Google or some other alternative platform, that is W-I-R-R-I-T-J-I-N. Wirigen. Um, mate, um, any last words? No, thanks no? for the lay on the input and hope it's, hope it helps, but, uh, there's plenty of people out here that can really help this go further. Yeah. Your tribe is awaiting you, everyone. Um, if you want to join, just open your eyes and jump on board. Um, mate, Kush, Kush from Tassie. <laughs> 
Thanks so much for joining me on the 8 News Show this evening, mate. Um, it is evening. Do you know that I often close the show by saying goodnight and it's full on daytime? Why I put a, put a you know, a, a sort of like a slant on it, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. People listen to this whenever they get around to it. So, everyone, thank you so much for joining me once again on the 8 News Show. I'm your host, Andrew. And until the next time, uh, bye for now.